If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we believe in the body's ability to heal itself. My name is Brian Strickland and I'm the producer of the show and I'm joined in the studio as always by your host, Ed Jones. Ed, how are you doing today? Could not be better. Just had my first grandchild, so I'm uh, riding pretty high right now. Congratulations. I know that's exciting. But on today's episode, we're speaking about some natural means to help regulate chronic pain. Chronic pain is a nightmare for many, but there may be some habits in your life that are contributing to it. The good news is there are some simple lifestyle changes that can actually help you live pain-free. So Ed, to start, could you explain to the listeners what type of chronic pain you'll be speaking about and how many people are actually living on a daily basis with some sort of chronic pain? Thank you, Brian. And I think most listeners will probably understand the term chronic pain. What I mean by chronic pain is the aches, the stiffness, the moving slowly, the twinges that come when daily activities are occurring. I'm not talking about the pain that comes if you did something at the gym by overworking or you stubbed your toe or something far more major. That's an acute pain. Chronic pain is affecting 1.5 billion people worldwide, the numbers are saying. That is tremendous, huge amounts. Now, why do we care? Well, one reason that is significant is because the treatment that most people grasp very quickly is causing tremendous health disasters in this country. That is the use of NSAIDs, mm. non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. And those are things like aspirin and naproxen, ibuprofen. And there are so many side effects to those that are only recently, Brian, coming to the forefront. It's been known for a lot of years, but it's kind of been hidden. And that's why conventional medicine continues to operate from the perspective of almost all drugs are perfectly fine and relatively safe. So don't worry. We'll, we'll take care of it if you have a side effect. Of course, the option that conventional medicine offers is another drug to counter normally the first drug side effects. And in 41 years, I have certainly witnessed the devastation of many people's health due to the use of these drugs. So what are some of the common side effects of NSAIDs? Well, anyone who's taken them for very long occasionally would know the quick side effects could be indigestion, dizziness, drowsiness. Those are not significant, actually, Brian. The ones that I'm totally concerned about is fluid retention, mm. kidney damage, which will occur almost exclusively if you use them every day for long-term periods of time. Liver issues, liver stress, uh, it affects the heart. It can create a far higher risk of heart disease. And of course, the gut ulcers, 
I remember a pharmacist long ago, I think his name was Joe Graydon, and he wrote some very popular books. And this was back in the 90s. And I'll always remember a lecture I heard from him. It said every single aspirin and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory you take, you will bleed one quarter teaspoon of blood in your gut. Oh, well. Yep. One quarter teaspoon. Now, you know, that's not a, a big amount, but if you're doing this like many people are, which is morning and night, and you're taking two, that's significant, very significant. So it's causing huge amount of gut damage, much less the bleeding issue that's going on. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is what kind of dosing are we talking about to hit those dangerous levels? They actually are the recommended dose on the box. Uh, we know people sometimes will abuse that and take more. Right. Uh, of course, if you cut that dose far down, then it's less of a side effect. But then again, you don't get the results. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that I've never taken a pill like that, because what these are meant to be used for is those very short run, terrible moments and days when you have done something like uh, injured yourself, whether it be an accident or just a terrible pain or fever because you're sick. There's nothing wrong with three to seven days of these drugs. What's wrong is that six months and beyond is where the damage is occurring. And I'll tell you, Brian, I, uh, I know you didn't meet this lady, but I have worked with clients for now over 41 years. And there was a lady who was coming to me for probably 25 years. Her name is Esther Holly. And she was an interesting lady. She really embraced nutritional supplementation and healthy diets. I remember so well her coming to me when she was 92 years old and she finally her body was wearing out. I mean, who would not want that? Had 91 great years and at 92, she was struggling. And she said, told me, I have never had an ache or a pain or a headache in my entire life until this year. Mm -hmm. So it, we don't have to walk around thinking it's the norm to always have pain because right. it's not. And if you go into nature very often, yes, the very elderly animals will be struggling. But I can tell you, most of those uh, struggles that they are uh, you're observing is because of injuries they've had far more than growing old. And we know why this chronic pain is happening, or at least I do believe I do, and I'm here to share what can we do to, to not have our life and uh, gobble us up with this pain. This is the norm for a lot of people, I mean, really around the world. So obviously there's got to be some underlying causes um, for an individual to be taking NSAIDs every day for an extended period of time. So could you explain why somebody might be having this type of pain day in and day out? Absolutely, because this is not the explanation you will get from your conventional medical people. One, number one reason is emotions. Yes, what you think, what you feel contributes to significant levels of uh, toxic emotions, and those will create more discomfort. You know, long ago, Sigmund Freud said this, and I love this quote. Unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried alive and will come forth later in uglier ways. And then secondly, one of my heroes of my life, Dr. John Sarno, he passed away a couple of years ago, and he spent his whole career with this one single philosophy. Chronic pain generally is caused, in his opinion, 
because of repressed emotions. When I looked into it and I studied his writings, we as Americans especially run from emotions that are painful. We bury them. We distract ourselves from them. And what happens is if they start creeping back up on us, the body will produce a physical pain so that you don't have to deal with the emotional pain. And I have seen people who've gone through Dr. John Sarno's books, literally just read the book and their 15 years of chronic back pain disappeared because it was truly nothing wrong with the back. It was a distraction from the emotions. And these emotions can come from early in life. We are uh, punished by living sometimes and just being here. And if we repress that, we bury it, we put the smile on the face, it's not healthy and it is going to create more chronic pain in some people. Some people. One of my techniques for helping address this is something called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. It's actually using acupuncture points and you tap on them with your fingers. Easy to learn. You don't even have to buy a book on it. There's plenty of free information. If you Google EFT, you can learn that. Secondly, is actually, believe it or not, Brian, one of the reasons we have chronic pain is because we use painkillers. I've been Mm -hmm. telling people this same story about 15 years because I I saw it happen on multiple occasions. I don't know if you take uh, daily painkillers, Brian, but I can tell you if you don't, and I recommend it to you right now, I want you to take two aspirin morning, lunch, and supper for four months. No, you don't need it right now, but I can tell you what's going to happen. In four months, the day after you quit taking it, you're going to have a probable massive headache. Mm. You're going to walk around like you're 40 years older because these drugs actually are, they're not addictive, but the body starts kind of compensating and they're changing chemistry. So when you don't have them, actually the pain is created. So let's see, we're giving people these things for pain. But in a roundabout way, it's creating more pain. Wow, what a what a wonderful uh, <laughs> dream for the people who manufacture the pills. So that's needs to be con- uh, considered when you're trying to come off of these things. Third, poor sleep. Yes, I can assure you that if you have a on a pain scale of one to ten right now, and if you're well rested, and let's say your pain scale you would ca- uh, perhaps count as a two. If you have had many poor nights sleep, it will be at least double, which is four and could be up to six. The same exact pain because poor sleep raises cortisol and insulin. And those are messengers that make the message far more uh, potent. Number four, something some people know about, many people don't, and your conventional medical people absolutely do not, called leaky gut syndrome. That was another one we did a podcast on with Meredith Mason, a nurse practitioner. I have worked with clients for so long now who will not and cannot get well simply because the gut continues to be in a very poor state of health. One of those reasons is the drugs they have consumed, which is antibiotics and painkillers. Leaky gut, I'm not going to explain it here, but we did this podcast early on again. And if you have what we consider leaky gut, you truly cannot be healthy until you actually do something to stop the damage 
and repair the basically the holes that are in the gut. Right. Which is possible, though. Very possible. It does take you being educated on how to do this. You don't have to see a practitioner. If you could find a good functional medicine practitioner, it would be wonderful to do it. But you don't have to. I give enough advice that I think you can do this on your own. And again, I will say, as I do all of my podcast, not treating any medical conditions. This is here to educate you only. And if you have medical issues, talk to somebody that you trust before doing any of this. Fifth, Lyme disease and autoimmune. I'm putting both in the same category. Uh, Lyme disease, as many people know, if you know anyone who has it, it devastates so much of the body and pain is always a part of it. Fatigue, foggy thinking, and the conventional information says that you don't have it because there's many docs who say we don't even have Lyme disease in this part of the country or this or that. And it's rare. Well, it's not, people. I can tell you that it's truly, truly not. And the people I trust do believe that mosquitoes could be a carrier for Lyme disease. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. And just because you don't see a red bullseye does not mean that you did not get bit by a tick that could have infected you. What about uh, something like fibromyalgia? Would that fall into that category as well? Fibromyalgia can fall into many categories, one of which... It mimics, Lyme disease mimics fibromyalgia sometimes, but it also falls somewhat in the autoimmune compartment, which is the same category. I'm a huge fan of, you know, non-harsh drugs to treat autoimmune, and I'm not going to speak much on it here, but my number one most favorite drug of my entire life is called low-dose naltrexone, and we will have this printed somewhere for you to read about, but anyone with autoimmune needs and has to pursue this drug 100% safe and your conventional people will not know it low dose naltrexone okay now on the autoimmune the very last thing is it is so important to embrace nutrition with autoimmune and what is autoimmune it's where your body's immune system starts seeing its own cells as enemies rather than friends why does that happen Hey, you know what? We can go back to the number one thing I said earlier. Emotions, buried ones, will cause autoimmune. I have asked probably, I'm only guessing, 5,000 of my clients over the 41 years who had autoimmune, which is generally either Crohn's or rheumatoid. And I will always say this exact thing. Have you had something extremely stressful in the past 12 months? And 90% of them will always say yes. Yes mm-hmm. and yes. Now, sometimes it can be cumulative. And there's not a trigger and it could just be the cup running over. But emotions are huge for that. So I encourage everyone to not uh, poo-poo that kind of um, philosophy and truly delve into yeah. that. I mean, isn't it amazing how our, our mental and emotional state can affect our physical bodies? Oh, it's, it, it is beyond anything of reason. And that's also why the conventional people have such a hard time with um, really focusing on the bigger picture because mm-hmm. you can't diagnose an emotion. No, you can't put a person in a machine and say, oh, you had trauma when you were seven years old because your parents were getting a divorce and blank, blank, blank. In fact, I am live my whole life now, and I certainly don't think I'll change at 62 to understand 
the synergy and the complexity of one part of us always connecting to the multiple parts, the probable tens of thousands of other chemistries. And there was a quote by Chief Seattle, an Indian chief long ago that I love. And it said, whatever we do to the web, we do to ourselves. All things are bound together and all things connect. Mm -hmm. That is such well said from a person way back in history that knew nothing of the body chemistry and science, but it applies totally to you take something or you do something emotionally or even uh, chemically. There's not one thing that happens. It is like touching a spider web and it reverberates across all parts of it. And that's where conventional medicine doesn't seem to have much uh, appreciation of that. And number six, Brian, is imbalanced nutrition, not unhealthy nutrition. That's different. You know what? I talk to people constantly who I will say or ask, are you eating a healthy diet? Absolutely. I eat very healthy. And then sometimes I will kind of have be suspicious and I'll say, so what did you have for breakfast, lunch and supper yesterday? And they'll go through the list of, you know, I had a whole grain cereal for breakfast with, a, you know, a type of milk, soy milk or coconut or almond. And I'll say, so was it unsweetened almond milk? No, no, it's had about 20 grams of sugar. Well, what kind of cereal was it? Well, it has five grams of fiber. But let's see, when I got into it, it was, let's see, it was GMO. It had uh, way too many carbohydrates, zero healthy fats. Uh, yeah, it had a little list of vitamins, but big deal. What matters is not the nutritional content. It's what impact does it have on your chemistry? And that story is repeated constantly. So we're going to talk about that. That's probably going to be the main focus of the next few minutes, because I'm going to give everyone a very quick summary of if you are walking around, waking up in the mornings and going to bed at night uh, as though you kind of remember your great grandparents doing long ago where they were hobbling. Or they just, you know, they would have to stand for 30 seconds before the old hips and knees and things would move. I've got a really good plan for you that I know if you will stick with it, you will see great results to feel better, feel younger, and enjoy life more. In fact, before I get into the, to that, George Orwell had a great statement on pain. He said, of pain, you could wish only one thing, that it should stop. Nothing in the world was so bad as physical pain. And in the face of pain, there are no heroes. And the problem is most people with chronic pain are going to get worse. They're not going to get better, Brian, right. because they're, they're, it's like uh, if I ask you to drive to Atlanta for me, but I give you a roadmap and it's going the wrong direction, it's going north instead of south. Uh, do you think you're going to get to Atlanta? You might eventually, but it's going to take a lot of back roads and turn around and advice. And that's not what most people are going to do. They're going to keep traveling north. Well, the north for most people is more drugs, right? More drugs and more drugs. And then, oh, let's get some hip replacements and knees and all other things, because this is the other side effect of drugs is they destroy the cartilage. Hmm. So we got drugs that treat the pain, but then it destroys further the cartilage that's already weakening. And what a great system for more profit. <laughs> Yay. Hey, guys, we wanted to take a moment and tell you about our sponsor for this week. 
Berry Treasure has been a family-owned company since 1969. Berry Treasure products are backed by years of research, clinical studies, and proven results. They believe in providing the highest potency, highest quality ingredients with fast absorption. Find Berry Treasure liquid supplements for men, women, and children, along with their award-winning immune support products at BerryTreasureLN.com. Berry Treasure, the leader in liquid nutritional supplements. Okay, Ed, so now that we've covered uh, a lot of the underlying causes, I mean, it sounds like people could <laughs> be facing some hopelessness, but that's really not the case. So for someone that's holistically minded or, or really focused on natural uh, or functional medicine, could you educate our listeners on at least your protocol for addressing this type of chronic pain? Absolutely, Brian. Part of this will be, of course, my own personal journey over my life. And then also hearing tens of thousands of people who have found relief from the fast aging that seems to be happening. You know, I talked about this FTD syndrome that I came up with, father time disease. And I spoke about it, I think, when I did my podcast on my personal protocol and all of my supplements and food that I do, uh, because I do take 72 supplements a day. No one listening here Am I telling you, you need to do that? You don't. I'm a self-appointed guinea pig. I love what I do, and I am a personal walking experiment. But if you don't take supplements, you're going to just have to just um, resolve yourself to the same old, same old that you see everybody else doing, which is walking around and hobbling and pain and complaining and doctor visits. Sorry, if you don't embrace education, educating yourself with the diet and the supplements, you are probably going to be doomed if you stay in the conventional medical system. So there's my rant on that. And yes, there is great hope. In fact, um, the acronym that I use for chronic pain is SEND, S-E-N-D, basically send pain away. And what it stands for S, sleep. Again, go back to my podcast, listen to the sleep thing. Second, emotions. We've already spoke on that. But this next two, N for nutrition and D for diet, those are the ones I'm going to focus on in the next few minutes. And I will assure you, I will try to make this easy. And if you will uh, uh, embrace this plan and hopefully have someone to help you if you're not, uh, you know, used to the shopping for nutritional supplements and foods, but it is not that difficult, people. Here we go. As far as the number one thing is, and I'm going to make it as easy and quick explanation as possible, that I think will shock some people. There's two things called omega-3 and omega-6. I think we've all heard that. And most people don't, of course, understand the science behind it. But there's a, a chemical in your body called arachidonic acid. What that is, is basically fuel that promotes pain, arachidonic acid. If you have too much, you're going to be sending a lot of pain signals down these pathways. What is the fuel for that? Omega-6. When they looked back in cultures of people who were extremely healthy, they consumed 
modest amounts of omega-6 and good amounts of omega-3 because omega-3 actually displaces or pushes aside omega-6s. So the two things you have to do is you have to eat a diet that is not overburdening your system with omega-6, and you also have to consume omega-3 in supplements. Okay, so what types of food are we talking about for omega-6s? Well, the big shocker, Brian, is this. Uh, The very first thing is poultry. Do you Mm. know that chicken has more omega-6 than beef generally? Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, The beef could have a lot if it's been totally raised the wrong way with too many grains. But generally, beef has less omega-6. So we're all kind of in this country, oh, chicken's the healthy one. Well, it's not really when it comes to this. It's really better to eat beef. And and or even if you're on a plant based diet, just supplement with omega three. So now is that true of, of basically all poultry? Does the way it's raised or where it's sourced from have anything to do with that? The the chickens themselves tend to accumulate omega six quicker than beef. Okay. Now there are eggs because eggs is number two on my list. Gotcha. There are eggs that are raised to increase omega threes. So they'll be bragging about it on the box. So if you're cooking at home. At least get the omega-3 eggs. Next, and here's where a lot of the health food purists kind of confuse themselves and they think they've got all the answers when maybe they don't. Nuts. Nuts, I don't care if they're organic and they were just picked off the tree. If you eat way too many nuts, your omega-6 are going to skyrocket. Again, what does that mean? You're going to put fuel on the fire for any inflammatory issues, which then means more pain. Sesame seeds, extremely high omega-6. Oh, here's one that almost no one eats. Cereals. Duh. (laughs) Almost the whole country every morning. Most cereals, omega-6 is the only fat that's in it. Right. Whole grain breads. Guess what, Brian? White bread doesn't have as much. Whole grain. So us health food people, I'm going to get the one that, you know, has four grams of fiber and all these nuts and grains. It has more omega-6 in it. Now, I'm not saying don't eat it. It's all about the balance between omega-3 and 6. Flax seeds. Wow. The ultimate health food. Flax seeds has all omega-6. Flax oil, omega-6. You have to be very cautious of not using too much. And then there's many more. But the last one, which is uh really epidemic in this country ubiquitous is vegetable oils especially corn oil and safflower oil well guess what most every restaurant is only using corn oil because it's cheap and i spoke about the gmo issue uh back in the earlier podcast glyphosate is horrendous for our health and corn is the number one food that is glyphosate bound so we've got all these foods many of which are health foods so what do we do? Well, we, when they looked at people who lived um, in or still live in some tribes around the world that are totally healthy, their ratio between omega-3 and omega-6 is about one to one or one to two. Maybe, you know, one part omega-3, two parts omega-6. Guess what the average American ratio is? One to 20. <laughs> so the 20 is the omega-6. No wonder if we're feeding our body that much chemical that produces the fire of inflammation that we are walking around with pain. Yeah. And I'm sure French fries aren't helping that ratio any. Well, no, that one's totally healthy. That and donuts. <laughs> Those are all full of omega-3. 
Yeah, that couldn't be any worse than the two foods. The worst ever is French fries and donuts. Uh, so what we have to do, and I'm going to the supplements now, we have to consume omega-3 in supplement form. Anyone listening who says, oh, I can get it from a diet. All I can tell you is, people, I've looked at probably a thousand blood tests where we do something called the Omega Check. Omega Check is the only test that can tell you if your diet is supplying it because your body may not be picking it up as readily as as your next door neighbor. Well, when I looked at it, only two human beings out of all of those ever had the optimal omega-3 levels who did not supplement. And one was a lady from Norway who lived in this country, and the other was an older bodybuilder. Well, both of them were doing the same exact thing as food. They were eating one entire can of sardines, the very high-priced ones that were yeah. packed in olive oil every day. Uh, I'm not doing that. I don't know about you. I don't particularly like them. Even if I did, I'm not going to rely on that one can every single day. Yeah, that that's commitment at its best for sure. At its best. And it's a rare thing. Okay. So omega-3, what you want is a brand that has been tested for purity. Do not let some dinky ad telling you it's pure. You need to know the details but there are certifications now and there's just look for the lab tests that show they've been tested for heavy metals because that will destroy your health quicker than almost anything. And the dose you need to get is, again, ignore the bottle. What you want is 2000 milligrams of EPA DHA. Those are the two active ingredients that will be found on the back of the bottle. So 2000 milligrams of omega-3 every single day is going to help displace that omega-6 yeah, and there are some products out there that you can do that in two pills a day, just so people know. Uh, the good point, because that wasn't the case in the old days. You had to do many. Like, uh, there's brands that you would have to do nine capsules a right. day to get 2,000. But now there's wonderful companies that have done it the right way. So we covered the omega-3 very well. Uh, you do need to lower those foods that have omega-6 in them. So don't be relying on a lot of nuts and make sure the corn oil is minimized Actually try to eat less meats of any kind if you feel comfortable. But if you're going to eat it, hey, I'm eating uh, red meat three times a week now. And there were years that I would be one time a month because, oh, well, red meat's not very healthy. Well, if it's raised right, it's far healthier than these chickens Mm -hmm. any day of the week. So number two, one is omega-3. Number two supplement, uh, joint support combination. What do I mean by that? We've all heard the glucosamine type of products. Uh, I don't think there's a bad product being sold, but there certainly are more effective ones than others. But why do we want that? Glucosamine helps put moisture back in the cartilage. You know what? Anything that's dried out, you can touch it, feel it, squeeze it, and you can hear a crackling. And obviously, if things had to move on that, you could tell there would be a lot of friction. Friction creates pain. So if your knees and your hips and your elbows and shoulders tend to be drying out, which will happen with age especially, you need to get them moisturized. And that's not going to happen just from drinking water. You have to put a molecule in there that can help that. Glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM. And usually the recommended dose is perfectly fine. So I would recommend that. That just by itself will not give you a lot of relief unless you do these other tips that I'm talking about. What do, just if I could interject real quick, what about hyaluronic acid? Could that be helpful? You know, this, the studies on hyaluronic look good. And in some people, hyaluronic 
works. And in some people, it doesn't. It's worth attempting. How ironic is what's in our cells when we're really young, like when I went to see my new grandson yesterday, he's got a crap load of hyaluronic. That's why he will not have a wrinkle for about 30 years and his skin's so pliable and, and they can, you know, move like a uh, joints every direction and never have pain. It's because they have so much hyaluronic, but we're not so sure that supplementing it can actually raise it in the joints. Okay. There, there actually is a, a pharmaceutical version that is injected in the knee. Things called Syncvic. And it's three injections, and sometimes that works. But I'm, and I've taken it, and sometimes I think it's helping, sometimes not. I don't put it in my core pro- protocol for people because I don't want to overburden people. So omega threes and a good brand of joint support. Now we're going to get into what we call the direct anti-inflammatories, and we've all heard of curcumin. Well, curcumin by itself is wonderful. Again. We want to put this web together of multiple avenues to help reduce inflammation. Curcumin helps to reduce something called COX-2. That is one of the what we call prostaglandins. That is a hormone-like substance that sends messages. Well, when we take curcumin, it lowers the prostaglandins that are sending pain messages. And it has so many health benefits. I just really consider it almost like more important than any multivitamin or anything else to be doing curcumin at least twice a day. Mm. I do have to give a plug to a company named Terry Naturally. They have a product called Curamin Pain Relief. Safe, effective, non-addictive pain relief right on the front of the box. And I have seen it work wonders because I want everyone to know this. Just because something has turmeric, which is the herb that curcumin comes from, or you buy a bottle that says curcumin does not mean that it will work. It isn't like what I said about glucosamine. Glucosamine, you can't get a probably a bad brand. You can get plenty of totally ineffective curcumins. And this is the reason. That particular molecule has to be altered or processed or combined with fat for it to actually get into your cells. When you look at the culture of India country, they have, uh, of course, eat tons of curry, which has curcumin in it. But the reason it works for those people, because they don't supplement, is because they cook it with ghee. What is ghee? It's an Indian butter. So all of it that they cook is made, processed with fat. In fact, the story is, in India, when they do autopsies on the Indian people, they actually, their brains are slightly yellow, just like the color of the herb itself. That shows how effective it is to, for absorption. If it can get to the brain, it is being absorbed well. So curcumin, daily, twice a day. Next one, very few people have heard of this one, Boswellian. It's also known as frankincense, but in the supplement form, it's called Boswellian. And the reason I'm throwing this in to do Omega-3 joint support and then curcumin, but adding Boswellian on, curcumin stops COX-2. It's a COX-2 inhibitor, which is part of the pain process. But there's another pain uh, pathway called 5-LOX. That's 5-lipooxygenase. That's the other road that's going to get you down to the pain center. And we need to address both of those. So curcumin does not address a 5-LOX. Boswellian doesn't address a COX-2 very well. So when you combine a curcumin and a boswellian, you have got a vastly reduced inflammatory pathway. And so those are the four core products for long-term use 
For those people who have moderate to a little bit more chronic pain, and this is something I'll stay on the rest of my life, Brian, because I don't want to grow old any quicker than I have to. Now, when I said it's my core product, I also have the secondary uh, level for those people who are uh, perhaps on the level of aggressive pain. They've been on pain medications for a long time, maybe some even opiates, which we know there's an epidemic and it is destroying a huge chunk of this country. And it's given with smiles on the conventional medical people's faces. It's just I don't know how they sleep at night sometimes. Now, I will say again, I don't want to be like always attacking the the conventional medical people because in many situations, they are amazing and life-saving. There are very wise people, and so many are very caring, but they're in a broken system, a totally broken system that trains them from a toolbox that is limited and also brainwashes them to continue to recommend drugs when so many other options may be possible. Now, this is really ugly, Brian. I know I'm, but you know, my filter is getting gone these days, but you know what the MD stands for these days is more drugs, more drugs. You go to an MD, more drugs, and you have to arm yourself against that in most cases, unless you're finding some of these new wonderful individuals who has wisdom about healing, not treating symptoms. Okay. So we've covered the core protocol, the omega, the joint support, curcumin, boswellian, and working on the diet. You know, if you listen to my podcast on keto, I do believe I lean toward a keto lifestyle. I'm not in ketosis, people. You don't have to be, but please lean into it because excess carbs are going to feed the inflammatory cycle. You can listen to my podcast on keto, and that will address the foods that you need to do. But keep in mind, the ones we listed earlier the poultry, the eggs, the nuts, the cereals, the whole grains, the vegetable oils and flax and others, you've got to reduce those. Now, no conversation on pain would be complete, Brian, unless we covered CBD. What is CBD? Of course, it's from hemp. It is not marijuana, but it is the other secondary component of that plant. So you have THC and CBD. CBD is very well-researched these days to help multiple levels of health. And chronic pain is one of those. And also chronic insomnia and also chronic anxiety. Those are the three big ones that people use this for. And it actually does work if, again, you get the right brand and determine the right dosing of it. So using, uh, I, uh, I, I use an eyedropper twice a day of CBD. Um, there is a new company that's going to be on the website called thecbdguide.com that will be rating and reviewing all of the 2,000 brands that are out there because let the buyer beware. That's all I can say. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that product <laughs> more than any, it's really important to know what you're buying. I mean, there's a lot of garbage out there that's completely ineffective and will most likely be detrimental to your health more than actually help. That's a great point because hemp concentrates two things, mold and heavy metals. Almost other plants, they don't do that except a little bit. But hemp loves to suck in lead and mold. And if it's not tested, do not use it, in my opinion. Uh, So CBD needs to be considered on a regular basis or on the hard days. If you're feeling good some days and not the others, just keep it and use the dose three times a day on the days you're struggling. I've done that before. Now, the next uh, product everyone's heard about, 
It costs you about three bucks called apple cider vinegar. Why do I recommend that? It's because we have this thing called acid alkaline balance in the body. And if you're really acidic, pain loves acidity. Acidity loves pain. And apple cider vinegar is an odd compound because it helps your body to uh, not be as acidic. And yes, it tastes terrible. I do endorse Bragg's <laughs> number one. Uh, and they actually t- make a flavored version that's found in refrigerators that you, it's much easier to drink. But twice a day or at least once a day of Bragg's would be a very good consideration for many things. Now, the I'm about to end it here. But the last two, I mean, last three, I will almost bet that not one single person listening has ever heard of them. One is a product that I just used the initials P-E-A. It looks like it would be pronounced palmitol ethylotomide. And it's been very well researched because I got a sample of this from one of the companies. And it's a chewable pill. And I will mention the name because they're the only company I know making it. Life Extension. Love the company. Very scientific and from A to Z. And what it does is it lowers the sensation of pain in the brain. So even if you have pain on a scale of, say, 1 to 10, it's a 7, your brain's going to feel it at about a 4. Well, that's pretty cool because it's not doing any damage whatsoever. And when I did this, I did it with total skepticism. Uh, And I chewed one pill twice a day. And the one chronic pain I've had is Achilles tendon from jumping rope like a crazy man for so long. And about a month into it, I was like, one day I was walking around and I didn't have this pain. It was the first time in two years or three that this pain had gone to zero. And as long as I'm using this, I continue to have less of that Achilles tendon pain. So PEA by Life Extension is the product. Uh, The next one is called SPM Active. Again, I will mention the brand Metagenics because they're one of the few people who do that. And it is called Specialized Pro-Resolving Mediators. It is so freaking cool because it's working on a different pathway of pain. Very expensive, this stuff is. And if you want to learn about SPMs, just Google Metagenics and SPM. And there's a cool five-minute video that explains how this works almost like a fire extinguisher uh, for chronic pain. And I have recommended it to many clients. In fact, I had one, Brian, real quickly. I know we're going to finish up here. And she was so nervous because she had a chance of a lifetime to go to Italy. It was about two and a half months down the road. And she had been suffering from chronic pain for about five years, uh, back pain, and was disabling at times and other times not. She was on modest, only modest amounts of drugs because she feared the drug cycle so much. And so she suffered a lot. Well, I put her on six of these a day. And Within about four weeks, it dropped so significantly, she just came in and hugged my neck and said, I will make this trip to Italy. And she did and had a wonderful time and continues to do well uh, because of SPMs and a few other things, not just that by itself. And then lastly, there's a machine called a Beamer, B-E-M-E-R, and it is a pulsed electromagnetic field. I do use a Beamer five days a week. Uh, It's just an electronic kind of a wave machine that you lie down on a pad. And what it's doing is increasing circulation like threefold in eight minutes. I have seen wonderful results. They actually make one for horses. And anytime a horse is injured or is hobbling or needs help, 
the Beamer machine for a horse works. So if it's working on animals, we know it's not placebo. And we'll have a link for more information on the Beamer machine because I just love that one to death. Thank you for tuning in and please subscribe if you haven't and recommend that to your friends because I really look at subscribing like tipping after a great meal and I appreciate that subscribe. And remember, as I always say, if a doctor cannot do good, he must be kept from doing harm. The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen. Thank you.